Welcome to the Chamber Voice of Business podcast. I'm Karen Wagaman, Vice President for Downtown Development with the Rogers Lowell Area Chamber of Commerce. Today, my guest is Jeff Hatley. Jeff is the Mobility Manager and Public Information Officer for Ozark Regional Transit. Ozark Regional Transit is providing safe, reliable, and affordable public transportation to both rural and urban residents in Northwest Arkansas. And we are excited about some new offerings available to riders in Rogers. And we're glad you joined us today for the Voice of Business podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Voice of Business podcast. I'm Karen Wagaman with the Rogers Lowell Area Chamber of Commerce. And today we do want to recognize Ozark Regional Transit for the wonderful services that they provide to us here in Northwest Arkansas. And I want to welcome Jeff Hatley. Jeff is the Mobility Manager and Public Information Officer for Ozark Regional Transit. So Jeff, thanks for being here today. Thanks for having me. We are really thrilled to see the increase in the amount of bus service that we're having here in downtown Rogers, yes. and we would love to um, learn a little bit more about that, but I do want to kind of back up a little bit and talk about you've been providing service to Northwest Arkansas to how many counties? Uh, four counties. So you're in four counties mm-hmm. in Northwest Arkansas, and it dates back to the 70s, I believe. That's when the first grant was written for uh, for any kind of public transit system um, outside of the University of Arkansas. Okay, so do you want to tell our listeners which counties you are serving? Uh, it's Washington, Benton, Madison, and Carroll County, but obviously it's primarily in Washington and Benton County. Okay, and so the rural counties do also get bus service, perhaps not as frequent or right. not Carroll, as many riders. Carroll County, we have a bus and a driver uh, who lives over there in Berryville, uh, and so we offer an, uh, a demand response service uh, in Carroll County. Okay, so bus transit is is required. Why? Why is that helpful to have that in our community? What do you see the value of? Well, uh Personally, on my uh, uh, position is that their traffic is getting worse and worse, and orange cones seems to come up out of nowhere. And so, I look at public transit as a way to relieve uh, traffic congestion, but it's also um, a, a way of getting people just moving around without uh, necessarily having to have a car. Um, you can take, you know, uh, twenty-nine uh, vehicles uh, off the road with one. Uh, bus if the bus is full of people who would drive otherwise drive 29 vehicles wow um so that's one thing but also you know you start as i've been working for ort uh, for the last seven years i've seen a lot of different um situations that people are in and uh, though we're you know public transit and we're seeking to have um public transit for everybody um the the truth is that there's there's some situations where a person can't afford uh, a car or the insurance for a car and at one time gas for the car um, and so uh, I, I say that you know a lot of times it's a matter of pulling yourself up by the bootstraps but sometimes you don't even have the bootstraps so public transit is a way to help folks get to that first job and that first couple of paychecks in order to be able to um, uh, get their own personal vehicle if they don't uh, have it uh, at the outset. So it's just a way of getting around. I grew up in small towns, and we we had nothing like uh, public transit. And so it was the shoe leather uh, express if you wanted to get to places. But in a small town, you can do that. And in uh, an area the size of Northwest Arkansas, you can't. 
Right. So you, it's not only reliable and affordable, mm -hmm. especially now, yes. and, but it's safe, and yes. it's saving a lot of wear and tear on the roads, and it's also reducing the need for parking. Absolutely. Reducing some of the traffic congestion. So, And I'm sure you serve all different economic um, mm -hmm. populations. Absolutely. So. And it's it's uh, the big picture is hopefully, uh, and especially with a truly viable public transit system, we would delay the need for the ever uh, expanding interstate system and roads and bridges and all that. I mean, we're going to have to build that stuff. We're supposed to double in size by 2045, but if we can put off that as long as we can and use the infrastructure that we've got, that helps us be able to kind of digest the the um, the uh, the new residents of Northwest Arkansas. Great. Well, and you had a bit of a bit of a hiccup a oh, while yes. ago. You want to share a little bit about the the um, early morning call that your staff received? Yes, uh, January tenth, uh, two thousand seventeen. Um, I got a phone call in the middle of the night, and I just let it you know go to voicemail. I was not about to answer a phone call at two thirty in the morning. I thought it's got to be a wrong number. But uh, it was my boss, and he was uh, kind of matter-of-factly, I think he was in shock. Um, but he basically said, I uh, just want to let you know when you come in in the morning that uh, all of our buses have burned up. They're, they're on fire right now. And, and that was it. <laughs> I'm like, what? Oh, my gosh. So, um, yeah, I, I went to the scene at 2.30 in the morning, and um, uh, 20 of the 25 buses that we had uh, were uh, destroyed. And so that's 85% of our fleet. Uh, but, uh, what is it, three years removed from that, uh, it's really been a blessing. It's uh, I call it the giant reset button because a lot of the buses that we had were old. Um, they were getting to a point where they were in the maintenance shop more than they were on the road, and uh, it was eventually going to be a big problem. Um, and because Ozark Regional Transit is a small transit system in a very small state, um, we couldn't just go out and say, you know what, we need 20 more buses, so here's the specs, and, and whoever can get it to us for the uh, best price, you know, we need 20 buses. No, we had to get two buses here, two buses there, three buses here, and so we had to piggyback on larger transit systems, often from out of state, and so whatever they had specced for what their needs were is what we got. So we had a bit of a hodgepodge of, uh, of uh, vehicles, and we didn't even have them all in our color, which was blue. Uh, some of them were even green, and we didn't know why. We had one that was black, and we didn't know why. You know, um, That was a previous administration that handled all that. So now they're all standard. Now they're all one color scheme, uh, which helps our maintenance department immensely, being able to keep up with parts. And you don't have to have five, you know, radiator hoses for, you know, each different model that you got out there. And uh, you just have to have five for two different models. So Yeah. So three years later, you've rebounded from that. You have a great fleet of new buses that will yes. take you. I don't know how, what the lifespan is of a bus, but I'm guessing you're pretty set for a while. We are, and the beauty of it is, too, that we can kind of plan the way they, they age. So if, uh, if we've got a route that, um, for example, if we send a bus up here to Rogers, we're based in Springdale, and uh, they run around uh, all day and then they go back to Springdale, well, they, they're going to get a little bit more miles on them each and every day than the Springdale buses will. So we can kind of trade them out and kind of age them the way we want to. Oh, um, so that's uh, one good thing. Uh, we've also got a, another grant from uh, um, the Federal Transit Administration. So we're, we broke ground two weeks ago for our new building 
And so that's going to allow us to, to grow and fit what Northwest Arkansas needs as well. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. So um, of, it hasn't been too many months ago you made a big announcement with the city of Rogers with the zero fare transit. Yes. So would you like to share how that works and what a benefit that has been sure. for Rogers citizens? So in 2018, uh, Fayetteville um, uh, approached us and wanted us to sh uh, further streamline our public transit system down there, work closer with Razorback Transit to avoid redundant service and to make it as close to a viable public transit system as we possibly can. And they threw a little bit more money into the thing, and so we made it zero fare, uh, and we made it more frequent. And so ridership increased to the point that those um, four buses in Fayetteville, uh, out of the 10 overall in Northwest Arkansas, those four buses in Fayetteville counted for 60% of our ridership. Wow. So I think other municipalities kind of took note of that. What can we do to, to make it? And so uh, Springdale uh, for 2020 budget and Rogers for the 2020 budget decided to also make it zero fare and also doing some things to streamline um, public transit. And so Rogers specifically, we had two routes uh, in Rogers. We streamlined that down to one uh, because that was the higher ridden routes. Um, and but we didn't abandon all of the bus stops that we left behind from the previous two fixed routes. Uh, so they incorporated a new public transit model, and it's new to the country. Rogers is one of the first ones to incorporate it. Um, and so we didn't abandon the bus stops. It's now serviced by what's called an on-demand transit, and it's a ride-hailing service similar to um, the other ride hailing services that are out there that are door-to-door. -door. This is not door-to-door. -door. It's bus stop to bus stop, but it's also zero fare. So, and I think there's close to or right at 200 bus stops all over Rogers that you can um, you can go bus stop to bus stop. I've tried it myself, and you literally get there as fast as you would driving, except it doesn't cost you taxes and insurance and gas and wear and tear in your vehicle and the risk of other people hitting you and all that type of thing. Oh, wow. So if someone uh, chooses to take advantage of that, try it out or use it on a regular basis, mm -hmm. how do they know where all of the, those 200 Rogers bus stops are? Okay. Well, there's several ways. Um, so you can download a, a free phone app if you've got a smartphone. It's just called On Demand Transit. Uh, it's a free app. Uh, you can also call our main office, which is 479-756-5901, and they will schedule a ride for you. Um, and then we've just instituted a um, desktop version of this system, uh, and you can get that by going to www.transit.org. Nice. Mm -hmm. So they can use any of those three methods mm -hmm. to to hail it? Can, do they have to um, do it just in time, or can they schedule it for tomorrow morning? They, How do they go about doing that? They can schedule it uh, further out, but it has to be at least two hours out. Uh, otherwise, it's ASAP. Okay. Uh, and it defaults to ASAP. Kind of like ordering a pizza. You either want it now or you want it two hours Yeah, later. you know, and you're better <laughs> off just ordering it now because they're going to forget about the pizza, you know, if you, if you order it for tomorrow at Super Bowl, they're going to forget about it. All right, okay. Well, that's great. And so um, how has your ridership changed in Rogers it, now that you have um, free zero fare, zero fare transit mm -hmm. in Rogers? Have you seen an increase in ridership? We have, but we don't have the final numbers yet. Uh, I can tell you, just talking from the bus drivers, um, we went from about, 40 to 45 passengers a day on our um, fixed routes to the very next day having 90 plus. Wow, so, more than double. Yes. 
Oh, that's uh, excellent. Just based on what the bus drivers have said. Like I said, we haven't got our statistics in for January yet. We just started this, I think, January 20th. So uh, the numbers are still uh, coming. We did have a meeting with the city of uh, Rogers last week, and we reported that uh, we went from 35 people had downloaded the app uh, before it ever kicked off on January 20th. By the next day, we had 75, and by the time of our meeting, we had 275 people. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Sounds like what you're doing is working. It seems to be. Yeah. Oh, excellent. So um, here, the Chamber of Commerce is located in downtown Rogers, and I used to not see buses in downtown Rogers. I know they were here. Yeah. I just didn't see them. And now every time I walk out the front door, every time I'm wandering around downtown, I'm seeing your little buses going by, going yep. by. Yep. And it's really exciting. So tell us about that particular fixed route that we're seeing all the time in downtown Rogers. What's funny about that is that that hasn't changed. It's just that our buses before, like I say, it was a hodgepodge of different uh, color schemes and they were kind of plain. It was just solid colors. Whereas now they've got a paint scheme that's uh, it's got kind of a kind of a, a Coca-Cola swoosh or a Nike uh, type swoosh on it. Uh, so and it looks like a metro bus. I, so I get that all the time. So oh, I saw your bus today. Well, we don't have any more buses now than what we did last year or two years ago. Uh, but now they look like bona fide uh, metro buses. They don't. They're not confused for a church bus. They're not easily, um, you know, dismissed as oh, it's just another. Uh, church bus or or something like that. Oh, that's the Metro bus. So it's got the wow. giant windshields. Um, uh, that, that was my first uh, take on riding the thing was that, oh my gosh, it looks like you're just floating down the road. The windshields are so big. Right. And so if I jump on the bus in downtown Rogers, where can I go? Uh, so the fixed route uh, that comes to downtown Rogers, and, and there's two buses on that route. So the goal is to have it every 25 minutes. Uh, and, and we're still tweaking that to get uh, get that because we started off with 30 minutes, uh, but we're trying to increase that. <clears throat> um, so uh, I know there's a new bus stop and bus shelter at Second and Elm, which is kind of cat a corner and uh, a block uh, east of the uh, First Methodist Church and the old city hall. Uh, so there's that. Uh, and then it basically goes down to 8th Street, all the way down to New Hope and then down uh, by the Pinnacle Hills Mall and even across the interstate over to the Amp area, the new, uh, is it First Golf? Is that what Top it's called? Golf. Top mm -hmm. Golf, okay. Uh, and then over by J.B. Hunt uh, Towers uh, before coming back. And so those two buses crisscross all through the day. Okay, oh, that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. So when, um, when we have the opportunity, we also like to bring your buses to Downtown Rogers for special events, mm -hmm. uh, not just Downtown Rogers either. So I know we've had um, the Ozark Regional Transit participate in Frisco Festival, mm -hmm. and I believe your services have been made available for other special events, perhaps coming up this fall, uh, Bikes, Blues, and Barbecue. People can take advantage of that. Well, we're... we're we're talking about having a meeting. We haven't had a meeting yet. That's very preliminary, but yeah, uh, we definitely want to do everything we can to uh, get people used to using it in Rogers and to also support Rogers and uh, the tourism uh, business in general. Right, and, and one of the benefits when there is a festival, because we're bringing thousands of people to downtown, mm -hmm. like you say, it, the bus every day reduces traffic on the roads, but when you're bringing thousands of people to downtown Rogers or any downtown, mm -hmm. you're also reducing the need for parking and the um, challenges people have trying to find a parking place, trying right. to get in and out of them. So that's another great benefit when right. we have those opportunities. Well, and, and my experience, uh, you know, down in the Fayetteville area, 
if you don't know exactly where to park and how to uh, park in the correct places, you'll come back and your car will be gone. And then you've <laughs> got to find this little sign that says this parking lot uh, scanned by, you know, this particular towing service. And you have to call them and find a way there and all that. So I don't know if Rogers has that same degree of issues, but that's a very aggravating scenario when you come across that. So, yeah, the the best thing to do is, is to park your vehicle in a large uh, parking lot that's serviced by ORT shuttle for these special events and then just ride to the to the event in air-conditioned comfort. Absolutely. And we do have the opportunity to bring you downtown for one other event. Um, we have the second Thursday Art on the Bricks Art Walk. Mm -hmm. And we are working with you and Visit Rogers mm -hmm. and a music sponsor, which is Java Dudes Coffee Company, mm -hmm. to offer um, cool transit. Name. Yes, isn't it, though? <laughs> so we're going to have transit available April through October for the Art Walk from which 5 to 8 Which is going to be very, PM. very cool. Yeah. And again, people who want to come to the Art Walk want to visit several galleries. Sometimes we have 25 to 35 pop-up galleries, and they're not all right next door to each other. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be wonderful to have the transit available to take people from Java Dudes up at 2nd and Olive Street to Studio 300, which is a few blocks away, to Downtown Rogers, mm -hmm. to um, the Art Collective Gallery over at 1st and Poplar, and then to your new bus stop at 2nd and Elm, mm -hmm. and then it's going to come to the First United Methodist Church at 3rd and Walnut and end up at City Pump and continue that cycle circuit, what, for every 20 minutes, I think? Uh, I don't know. I haven't been in those discussions, but we'll do whatever uh, the event calls for. Yeah, so that's yeah. going to be wonderful. And yes. again, it, it will provide accessibility for folks to not have to find a parking place when they want to go to those three or four different areas. And so. air conditioning. And air conditioning. <laughs> Which and doesn't seem like a big deal right now these days, yet. but uh, come up in June or July, it will be a huge event, uh, yeah. and issue. Yeah. Java Dudes is providing live music on the bus, which will also be fun. We might also have the opportunity to have some art or music at oh, the bus stops. Very cool. So we're looking forward to that as well. Um, one of the other things that we didn't touch on, but I know you have available, is um, that you're going to be facing very soon yes. is the ADA paratransit. So um, Jeff shared with me that he is looking forward to some knee surgery. And I wouldn't say looking forward to it, but, <laughs> well, you're but gonna yes, benefit it's, from it's some on the horizon surgery. whether or not I'm looking forward to it or not, but yeah. So how, when, when you have knee surgery, they tell you you don't get to drive for a little while, correct? Right. Right. So how, how are you going to benefit from Ozark Regional Transit Services? Well, uh, we, uh, we offer an ADA, which stands for Americans with Disabilities Act, uh, ADA paratransit service, which is a complementary service to our fixed route. And so if you live within three quarters of a mile of a fixed route system and you have an ADA qualifying disability, we will actually come to your door and, uh, and get you wherever, uh, uh, any other location that's also within three quarters of a mile of a fixed route system. Now, I'm not disabled, but I'm going to have a temporary disability, so I've turned in the paperwork. Actually, I meant to turn that in this morning. I forgot. Um, <laughs> but I've got, I've got the paperwork to turn in to uh, state that I'm temporarily disabled, signed up for my doctor, and so I will be able to use that service as well as the fixed route, as well as the uh, demand response, and as well as the on-demand transit. So I will be using all four of those um, models to get around to my therapy afterwards, to my follow-up appointments, and I hope to even get back into uh, my job a little bit, which is 
kind of going around to networking events and, and speaking. And even though I may be on my little walker going into the, some of these networking events, I will be able to share exactly in real time what my uh, experience is being using public transit to still be able to get around and live my life. So what kind of vehicle will be picking you up if you're using a walker? I'm guessing you're not going to be climbing up on a bus. Well, even if it were a bus, and it will be, uh, if I use fixed route or the on-demand transit, it will be a bus. But uh, we all have, they all have uh, ramps that extend out, so you'll walk up a ramp. Oh, terrific. Yeah. We, we were kind of getting away from the wheelchair lift, which is what we had before the fire, uh, simply because it's time-consuming for the driver to stop, put it in you know, emergency brake on, go around, lower the lift, lift somebody up, uh, get them situated inside, and then leave again. It was it was just taking a lot of time, and it's all about frequency and getting on down the road now. So ramps are a lot faster in that regard. And staying on schedule. I'm yes. sure is really important yes. for yes. reliability. Well, I think it's wonderful, the services that you are providing to us in northwest Arkansas. And we appreciate you taking time to come in and talk about Ozark Regional Transit and the Absolutely. opportunities that you are providing people who need transportation or want to facilitate making the roads less crowded mm -hmm. or want to have easy on, easy off at, at the places they need to go without finding parking places and, and dealing with some of those headaches on yes. the road. Yes, so. that's, that's, that's kind of what we do is alleviate headaches, yeah. Terrific. Never really thought about it that way. Well, Jeff Hatley, we want to thank you very much for joining us today. Absolutely. And we thank you for coming to Downtown Rogers. Um, next time, come down on the bus, and we'll, <laughs> maybe we can ride around with you and do a little video podcast. We can do that. My, my son, I introduced him to the on-demand transit. He lives over in the Pinnacle Hills area, and his favorite restaurant is downtown, so he's ecstatic about being able to jump on the bus and travel to his favorite restaurant now. Oh, we love it. Yeah. Well, thank you again for joining us. And I want to thank you for tuning in. We're glad that you joined us again on the Chamber Voice of Business podcast. We'll see you again soon.